This is the Small Moves Podcast with your host, Jason Hertzberger, episode 35. Seconds turn into minutes, minutes to hours, hours to days. We got to harvest the good ones while we can. You're listening to the Small Moves Podcast. Small steps for big progress. With your host, Jason Hertzberger. Your next step starts now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Small Moves Podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. Uh, Today is Friday, so it is a solo episode day. Today, the general topic area that we're going to be talking about are hobbies and personal interests. Basically, the things that we choose to do with our time and our, our money that may have a financial or relationship-related benefit or not. Basically, it's the general area of our lives where we choose to put the things that we do that we like to do or happen to be good at doing. This is where, you know, we do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. This is where we paint or knit or bird watch or hunt in some cases that could fall into some other categories as well. But basically, this is the category of our lives that we choose to fill a hundred percent with what we want to put there, which is one of the most interesting things that I find about this category of stuff is that nothing makes it its way into this category unless you really want it to be there. Unlike job, unlike some personal finance situations, unlike some health and fitness related areas, and especially with some relationships. (sighs) Anyway, The strategy and the thing that I want us to think about this week in this category is finding a way to carve 20 minutes out of your daily schedule for just you. And I think the reason that I think that this is so important is I recently, this is, this isn't exactly news for me, but it's something that I recently experienced yet again recently. And it's just sort of refreshed my memory. I recently went through uh, Coach Azul Torones. He was the interviewee for the podcast back in episode 10. For those of you that have been around since the beginning, I'm sure you heard that episode. If you have not and you're relatively new to the show, I do recommend you going back to episode 10 and listening to that one. I had a fascinating conversation with Azul about the concept of being an author, about having ways to carve out the time that's needed so that people can write a book. It's actually very appropriate for this episode because for 2018, I have made the decision that I would like to write something, whether that be a book, fiction or nonfiction, or even boiled down to more simply to be able to be a bit more prolific with regards to the blog on the Small Moves website. But whatever it is, writing has been something that I've always had difficulty with because it's an area that requires an enormous amount of mental focus, and that's not exactly something that falls into my strong suit categories. Um, I found something that Azul was doing recently very interesting. He has a website, coachazul.com. And also he's on Facebook. One of the things that he was promoting was a five-day 
writing challenge. And that was basically a five day process to try and get you into a mental state where you can have a daily writing habit of anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour a day, basically, depending on your desire and schedule allowance. Going through that was a very interesting way to show me that if I'm writing on a topic that I really legitimately care about, much to my surprise, I was able to write well, quickly, in the span of 10 to 20 minutes, get quite a few words down on the page, which is something that I've never really had the ability to do in the past. So that experience was enlightening to me. Um, and it brought me to the point where I've decided that I want to use this year to try and get myself to write something again, whether it be a book or to start just being a lot more involved with the blog side of the small move site. Another thing that this challenge that he did showed me was exactly how much I'm able to accomplish in a simple 20 minute span. So that's why I want to use that as sort of the anchor of our conversation today, which is trying to find ways to carve 20 minutes out of your day so that you can dedicate it to whatever it is that you choose to throw into this hobby bucket and whatever it is that you want to do, whether that be just reading more, whether that be meditating, whether that be writing, whether that be, you know, whittling wood for some fancy walking stick that you just love doing in your basement when everyone else is asleep and it's just your way to unwind. Whatever it is, like we need to, the subject of today's show is to try and find the time for you to do that in a relatively guilt-free way. Now, the strategy that has worked the the most for me has been just simply waking up earlier in the morning. I know it sounds hard, generally speaking, we're all busy, but it's not as hard as one would think. 20 minutes is not that much time to lose in your sleep in the morning. It might feel like it the first day or two, but it really isn't. 20 minutes is not a full sleep cycle, so it's not like those extra 20 minutes are going to get you any more rest than you would have otherwise anyway. If you're waiting around for 45 minutes or so, which is, as they say, roughly the time for at least a basic nap or sleep cycle, but those, those additional 20 minutes aren't going to do you much good anyway, so you might as well try and use it. That has worked the most for me. I get up at roughly four o'clock in the morning. I used to get up just because of the nature of my hashtag IRL business, uh, the business that I have been doing for the last seven years. The nature of that work has required me to get up between five and five thirty and be out of the house almost immediately for going back to the last seven years or so. Now, I was initially getting up. I have to leave the house at 5.30, let's say. I was getting up at 5 to 5.10, getting dressed, going downstairs, making a cup of coffee to go, grabbing breakfast to go, and then heading out the door. Now, I wake up at roughly 4. I get up. I work out. I either read or meditate, sometimes both, where I will meditate for 20 minutes and then sit down and eat breakfast not in the car, drink my coffee, not in the car. And while doing that, I'll be either listening to a podcast or I'm learning something, or I, that's the time that I sit and actually read a book on my iPad. And 
it's amazing the impact that it has had on my day with regards to giving me more energy, making me feel better, making me more relaxed throughout the morning. It's just a much better way to start my day. And that extra hour of sleep that I was getting instead of doing all these things wasn't providing me any of the benefits that I just mentioned. And I was, I was always feeling rushed. I was always feeling tired. I was always feeling like I wasn't able to enjoy my food or my coffee because I'm on the run while I'm consuming those things. It doesn't make for a great dining experience, but when I'm able to sit down and read the last few you know, chapters of a book that I've been working on or listening to the last couple of episodes of a podcast that I've been trying to catch up on, it just makes things in the morning a lot less crazy and a lot less chaos in your brain. At least that's the effect that it's had for me. So I'm not going to necessarily say that waking up earlier in the morning is going to work for everybody. It absolutely did work for me. But let's talk about some of the other ways where you can find a spare 20 minutes. One is the flip flip side of the coin. 90 is like a pretty big percentage of you know, couples in the event of you being married don't necessarily head to the bedroom or head to bed at the exact same time. Sure, it happens or happens some of the time, but not necessarily all the time. So using 20 minutes after everybody decides decides to go to bed to bang out, you know, 300, uh, 500 words of your writing or, you know, 20 to 30 minutes of your knitting or just sitting and reading a book for a while like those are things that you can very easily do in the evenings not only does it feed your hobby but it also helps you wind down so that you can get to sleep much more smoothly which is not something that a lot of people have an ability to do these days unfortunately hence the magnificence of the pharmaceutical sales for sleep drugs in this country and across the world so that's another way that that we can talk about trying to find ways to squeeze an extra 20 minutes of whatever the hell it is that you want to be doing into your day. That's another way. A third one is if you have a regular job, use your lunch hour more efficiently rather than walking down the street to the restaurant or the food court and buying food and sitting there and spending the entire hour there. Pack your lunch, bring it to the office. Bang, it's like bang out eating your food in the span of you know the, your 10 to 15 minutes and the rest of your time sit down in the lobby of the building or in your office or cube or whatever it is close the door stay away from people and meditate for 20 minutes or a half hour read your book do your writing on your laptop whatever it might be like that's another way that i think would make you frankly feel a lot better about your lunchtime is it's nice to not necessarily be rushing around and waiting for the line and paying to get your food during your lunch hour when it would be a lot easier to have something prepared with you, not to mention healthier, not to mention cheaper, but you can use your time. You can use your lunch break for something more than just an hour of eating and possibly forced socialization with coworkers that you don't actually really like. Anyway, um, I would say that that's the third strategy that would be a good way to do it. And then three and then fourth, I think finding a way to 
communicate in this case, this is targeted more towards people that are in live in relationships, whatever you choose to call that being fi- being able to find time for yourself is something too, that can be a negotiation point with your spouse or your partner or whoever it might be that's living with you. It's like, you got to get home and then you have to take care of the kids and put them to bed. But let's say after dinner, when you're, when you're planning to put them to bed, maybe, you know, on a rotating basis day by day, there's like, I'll take care of the dishes and putting the kids to bed so that you can go in your basement and work on your writing or record your videos or whatever it might be that you choose to do. There's an unlimited amount of thing. There's an unlimited amount of things that you can do with this time. It's just, we have to choose what it is that we want that time to do for us. And then we have to plan accordingly. I'm sure there's a lot of other ways to squeeze 20 minutes into your day, but these are the four that seem to be the most applicable to me. And these are the ones that I have tried. I would say the ones in the morning, squeezing the time into the morning has worked a lot better for me than a lot of the other strategies. But another one that me and Carrie, for those of you that are new to the show, Carrie is my wife. Uh, One of the things that Carrie and I do is we trade we trade off days in taking care of the kids and the dishes and whatnot so that we can actually spend some time to ourselves getting, she'll choose to get, you know, get some work done that you couldn't do otherwise. So that that takes some pressure off of her the next day, which I fully appreciate or me, I'll spend that time working on the podcast, the fun parts of the podcast that find that falls, falls into more of the, uh, not so much with the editing, but more of the idea creation. I do that because that's fun. Or also I sit, like I said, I sit and read. I've interviewed several authors in this show and I'll, all of them seem to go back to the same principle. And I recently read that book from Stephen King on writing he said the exact same thing, which is anyone that is a good writer is inevitably a passionate and engaged reader as well. So that is the principle behind why I have decided to launch the Small Moves Book Club. That's why that's going to be starting next Friday. I'll be sending out an email about it. So make sure to go to the website, smallmoves.co and wait for the little window to pop up and just go ahead and give me your email address. If you'd like to be part of that book club, that would be great. I'm going to be going over both books that I've recently read or some real classic ones that I've had with me sitting with me for a while that I think is just a great fit for the concept of this show, ways to sort of simplify things and ways to understand in some cases, it's not necessarily just going to be nonfiction. There will be some biography-related things coming out in there as well. Basically, things that I find to be practical and applicable to the concept of making small moves every day just to make life a little bit easier and a little bit better. So that starts next Friday. I hope you all sign up for that. That would be something that would be very exciting for me. And with that, I think that's the last point that I want to make for the night that small moves every day are the things that will allow you to find the time every day to do the stuff that you want to do. 
small incremental changes are the ways that anything decent gets accomplished. Very few things happen in a big splash. So when it comes to the things that you want to be squeezing into your hobby bucket, think about them for a minute and try and figure out what it is that you think is worth dedicating time to. Because remember, if you've got a family, most of the time when you're doing these hobbies, this is all you, just you. This is ju- this is going to be the thi- <laughs> this is the thing that keeps you sane, regardless of who else is involved and how much it costs. So choose it well. If you don't have anything in that bucket right now, choose it well. Think about it and experiment, and make sure that you're picking something that works with your life and that works within the amount of time that you have to dedicate to it. It would be wonderful for me to take up hella skiing, but I don't have the time or money or geographic access to take it up. So it would be nice to say that, but probably not going to happen. I'm sure you guys have plenty of examples of that. Some of which you've probably tried like I have um, things to squeeze into those that time. And it just ends up never being enough. Um, so choose wisely. And with that, I'm going to let you all go. I hope you have a great weekend and I will talk to you guys next week. Remember again to sign up for the email list so that you can get the emails about the book club starting next week. That's go to smallmoves.co and the window will pop up where you can enter in your email address. Go ahead and do that. And then also don't forget to follow me on Twitter. You can find me at, at Jason Hertzberger. Thanks again. Have a great weekend. I appreciate you. You've got this.